Hello, baby birds. Welcome to the first episode, officially, of the Terminus Recommendation section. I don't know. We'll figure out a name for this. Uh, but this is... Suggested listening. Suggested listening. Terminus Ooh. Terminus suggested listening. Mm, I like it. I did, I did the thing. You did the thing. Oh, girl. My name is Trevor. I'm Jeremy. And uh, so normally this would go at the end of the uh a full podcast um but if you listen to episode 16 you'll have probably guessed that things are changing uh this is going to be in the they are changing this is going to be in the main feed uh it'll just be under uh, a different name um it'll be like the terminus podcast and then terminus suggested listening or something like that um we'll figure it out in post anyway yes. Whatever. So the idea behind this podcast is that every week we uh, basically have things that we like. And uh, sometimes we have a lot of things that we like and we talk about it for like days. And that's why our podcasts are generally about six hours long. Um, And sometimes we don't have a lot of things that we like. And so uh, one of the things that I wanted to um, do with this podcast is have a discussion about maybe one or two things, you know, uh, if we have a lot of things that we can recommend, like we can kind of list them off and then, um, have a discussion about, you know, something that we mutually enjoy. Um, but I think it's really fitting that we're doing it this week because we both have something amazing that we love. It's so good. Uh, this episode is going to be basically just us gushing about the Lillingtons. I have the hardest three inch penis right now it's amazing just my three inches have never been <laughs> this hard this this rock hard oh and and by the way that certain difficulties it's still kind of mushy but well gross um <laughs> i didn't need uh, your judgment you piece of shit you know what it's fine let's let we're, we're trying to start this off on a good note but you know what we'll do that too um <laughs> So the oh. Lingtons recently came out with uh, okay. Well, let's let's talk. Let's actually do this chronologically because yeah. we mentioned this back in July when we uh, first started the podcast. Um, the Lillingtons put out an EP called Project Three One Three, right? And that was kind of like a, a it was a three song EP. It was pretty much the same stuff they'd been putting out for years. Yeah. Uh, it's, which, if you're not familiar with the Lillingtons, they're this band from Laramie, Wyoming. Um, they are a pop punk band, uh, in the style of the Ramones and their whole shit is that, you know, they play Ramones core very, very good. Um, and they had a really bad album art. They had really bad album art on the first album. Um, God, it's so bad. That's like straight up MS paint. It's really bad. Uh, but like most of their albums are generally, uh, they're, they're pretty incoherent in terms of theme. Um, a lot of them are like uh, comic book themed, or like spy movie themed, or like kind of just like general like paranoia themed. Yeah. yeah, alien movies. You know, and you can hear all these different influences, and they're all, uh, you know, they all kind of get mashed together. Mm-hmm. Um, but as uh, as the Lillingtons, or as I guess Cody Templeman, the lead singer of the Lillingtons, has aged. 
um, he's started to get a really refined sense of storytelling. Right. And uh, you can see this on uh, Teenage Bottle Rocket, which is the band he does primarily now um, with Ray Rocket and uh, some other folks. Um, and this is really the first time uh, that we've seen something different. So Project 313 came out earlier this, this summer. It was fine. It was, it was a pretty yeah, it standard. Was good. It was a good album. I liked it. It was it was okay. You liked it. It was fine. It was four songs, by the way. It was four songs. It was interesting. Four songs. Okay, yeah. I I I heard a version with only three. That's weird. Um, it's okay. Yeah, I think it was the person I who uploaded you. it to YouTube. Um, well, way to <laughs> way to fuck way that to up, guy. Show your support. Well, listen. I was doing this for review. I had to get something I could embed into something. Um, Anyway, don't fucking judge me. And don't at me either. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're being added. I know. At, at, everybody at Trevor. At, Hashtag Trevor is a poser. At Alyssa Popsicle. There you go. Just fucking you go. read at me on Twitter. At Alyssa Popsicle is a so, poser.com. This album came hub. out. Okay. This album came out a couple weeks ago. And it is beautiful. Absolutely. And I mean that in every sense. Yeah. Uh, this is an album... Uh, it came out on Fat Records just a couple weeks ago. Um, it is called Stella, S- Stella Sapiente. Yeah. Uh, and essentially, it's it's a very v- thinly veiled reference to like Lovecraftian themes and the <laughs> occult. Oh, uh, Stella so Sapiente. It's basically a. Um, it, it means the wisdom of the stars. Which is like, all right, cool. We are jumping in here real fast, and I love this album. The first, the first track is called the Do- Golden Dawn Knights Templar. The first track, S- straight up Crowleyan, is fucking reference. OTO. Yeah, shit. Yeah. And like that, that that's one of the themes on this album. I mean, uh, I mentioned Lovecraft. Like there are songs that uh, straight up relate to Lovecraft. The 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 cult of Dogon, I think, is yeah, is directly like a reference to Lovecraft. Yeah. Um, this album is a fucking head trip. Um, uh, if you like pop punk, if you like Ramones core, um, or even if you don't like that particular style, but you like things like the, the misfits Danzig, um, you'll hear things like references, uh, to themes from those bands, but there is a difference. It, it reminds me of, uh, if, if you had like your standard pop punk band, but they just like super heavy listen to the Mission UK, yes, and uh, fucking uh, Dead Can Dance, yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know the Sisters of Mercy and that type of thing, exactly. But they were still playing like Ramones core pop punk. That's what this album is, like, basically. It, it, it's it's an amazing album. Um, the just from the album art alone, the the sense I got was something akin to like a black metal album oh, yeah. or a death metal album. It's, it, yeah, it it looks like uh, like some old school mayhem shit. Exactly. Yeah. And this like the from the first track, you get the sense that this is an album that has influences from other genres of music. I mean, I hear The Cure, mm-hmm. I hear Amoebics, I hear. Uh, <laughs> You know, maybe not as much, but Dark Throne and uh, Iron Fucking Maiden. Yeah. And it's a it's a weird thing to say on this album, um, but they are really reaching for 
more mature themes. If I had to put any kind of like bullet on this, I would say what Stella Sapiente reminds me of is basically like a misfits that went to college. I remember, no, <laughs> like, I, I remember not the shit on the misfits, but like they're kind of simple and, and, and like very basic. Well, I, I remember, it, I, I just now thought of this, actually. I remember whenever we first reviewed Project 313. Yeah. And uh, I remember us talking, like, how there was this very heavy tonal shift um, mm-hmm. in comparison to something like the Too Late Show or something like that, where yeah, it was just, like, television. very different. And uh, you said it almost sounded sadder. Um, yeah, and, and there was a reason for that. I mean, yeah. Cody's yeah. other band, they lost their drummer, Brandon. Like, right. it was it was heartbreaking. Yeah. And, it, it, well, it's just nice because, like, we see Project 313. Like, Project 313, for me, was kind of like the dog eats dog yeah. for Blink-22. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, except for the fact that it was they had the balls to actually keep it up, <laughs> you right. know, and actually not just pull it down um, just because it was different. And... You know, there's no reason for them to. Project 313 was still a great EP regardless. Um, but it was nice to see them kind of just keep following that tonal shift. Exactly. Like, they didn't just go back and make another, uh, you know, version of uh, All I Hear Aesthetic When You Talk. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and, and there are people who want that. And, you know, there's always going to be fans of bands who want them to stay exactly as they were when they first heard them. Yeah. And, you know, the Lillingtons, for better or worse, have moved on. Um, they're still pop punk. I would still put them solidly uh, among, you know, their contemporaries like uh, oh, you can Mass still, Intruder, they, Teenage Bottle Rocket, obviously. Yeah, they'd still hang out with the queers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. like there's there is definitely a change in how they sound, um, but it's not so much of a change that like I would put them with Alkaline Trio. Yeah. Um, or you know AFI. I would still put them with. Old school alkaline old, trio. I mean, old school alkaline. Yeah. I mean, you can even say the same thing for old school AFI. Yeah, kind of a little more a hardcore. Little bit. I mean, eh. a little bit. Eh. But you, you kind can of kind of maybe. see what I'm saying. Like it's yeah, I see where you're getting. At. You know, yeah. like they're they're still solidly in the camp that they were in um, when they started, but they've they've grown up, they've moved on. That and that sounds so weird to say because we think of punk as like being eternally young and shit, but like. Um, you know, they're still talking about like creepy shit yeah. that they were talking about with Death by Television and well, the yeah. Too Late Show and Back Channel Broadcast. Yeah, it's cool because they're still they're still going on with that. It's just it's it's far more refined. Exactly. I mean, that's all it is. It's just it's more focused. It's more refined. Um, the storytelling is just far better. Um, no, I, I honestly I can't get enough of this damn album. I think my favorite song, um, or my favorite set of songs, has to be uh, "Golden Dawn," "Knights Templar," and "Pursuit of Pleasure," uh, which both go into that OTO mm-hmm. Crowley and shit. Um, and then also, I would say, uh, "Drawing Down the Stars," the end song is basically Iron Maiden if Iron Maiden played punk rock. Yeah, like it is straight yeah. up a be- it's a metal band playing pop punk, and. London Fog was really good. London Fog's fan. I mean, all of these songs are fantastic. Yeah, I would say there are some slower ones that didn't grab my attention nearly as much. Um, I would say, you know, as much as I like the themes of Cult of Dagon, uh, that one drags on a little bit. See, you know, here's my thing with it. Like, 
I can agree only if you're listening to them song by song, mm-hmm. right? But like I look at this, uh, I look at this one the way that I saw. Um, do you remember Boys Night Out? Yeah. Okay. So they, I remember they released uh, Train Wreck a few years ago, and like if you listen to it song by song, it's a weird album. It's not really that listenable. But if you listen to it from track one to the end, mm-hmm. it all makes sense. Yeah, and it's such a good, uh, it's such a good album. I, I can even look at like bands like Showbread, for instance, that Christian band. Um, they've released albums that were like that, where individual tracks just didn't really work. But whenever you listen to it as a part of the bigger album, it was still a really great album, even with the inclusion of those songs that I didn't really like on their own, just yeah. because it, it still made up a part of the bigger picture. And so. Well, I will give it to you that some of those songs kind of drag. By themselves, they would not be good songs. Right. But whenever it's a part of the bigger picture and you're just listening to it as a, like from from first to last track, um, I think it works. I, I, I thought that they were they're very well well written songs and they still still sound fantastic and regardless absolutely and and musically I think we can we can gush all day about the different musical t- like influences and things like that like there's goth there's yep. new wave there's I mean like directly the cure mm-hmm. fucking you know we I was we were just listening to the the playlist that you are creating for um your radio show uh, yeah. for for this upcoming week and like different bands would like different clips of different bands. It would be like, Oh, I heard that on Stella Sapiente. Like we can talk about that all day, but I think we need to really uh, focus on the writing. Cody Templeman is a fucking master at this point of telling a story. I mean, from the very first song all the way to the end, they're they're not so much like one story happening here. No, um, it's it's fucking. It, it goes back and forth between like this Lovecraftian old ones, uh, looking like basically like some some group of occult worshippers are summoning a, a a nightmare from beyond the stars. Right. Um. And then on this other track, there are these sort of disgraced secret society members with uh with basically like they are oto right um and and sort of telling the story of that and you know it's it's something i have a problem with some bands uh especially in kind of the horror punk genre where basically they use these tropes and themes as bludgeons like yeah you know i can think of a lot of different bands where um you know they're spooky for spookiness's sake yeah uh, they're not trying to tell a story. They're not trying to, uh, you know, be creative or interesting. It's just like, yeah, we're a horror punk band. We're going to fucking write oh. shit. Oh, the Misfits. Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> I mean, but like even AFI, I would say, falls into this trap. Um, and I, I would have to disagree there. I mean, because, it, like, like, I, it's a li- I'm not saying as much. Yeah. But, you know, I would say like from my perspective, they it, it doesn't sound as as sort of direct or as uh uh deliberate i'd have to disagree okay i mean, I mean that's fair yeah that, that's a different episode we, we never said <laughs> we never said this was going to be a, a podcast where we all agree on everything 100 percent of the time yeah um but uh you know regardless i, I think we can both agree that stella sapiente is an, is an excellent example yeah of 
the kind of thing that somebody can do with established genres, um, established types of music. I mean, the pop punk community specifically is notorious for turning against bands that edge just a little bit out of their mold. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And I think what what the Lillingtons have done here is basically show like, yeah, you can still be pop punk as fuck and play different types of music and not sound like Blink-182 with California. Or look at everything that Green Day has done after Nimrod. Exactly. I mean, not even saying Green, uh, Green Day were a good band or anything. No, but, you know, after Nimrod, they definitely went downhill. Um, okay, so what are your final thoughts on this album? Uh, I I rate it five uh, raging erections out of five. There we go. Um, I would rate it also five raging erections out of five. Uh, we have to find a better system. <laughs> no, but, this one uh, works. Five... Five throbbing dildos <laughs> out of five. How does, how does a dildo throb? It's an inanimate object. Have you heard of vibration? That doesn't throb. That's just shaky. Pulse. Pulse mode. Pulse mode. Won't, 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 won't. That's a throb, I motherfucker. I don't like the way that you're looking at me while you're talking about this. <laughs> anyway, like that's... Right uh, up in my ear doing this, and it's just super creepy. <laughs> I can smell your 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 Stop breath. It. The heat of mm. your your breath is on my the nape of my neck. I'm, I'm very you. uncomfortable. Anyway, uh, we love this album. Go check it out. It's on Fat Records. Uh, that came out weird. Um, <laughs> that did come out fat very we- weird. Fat Records. Um, that that just sounded way better. You did. did a really good job. Uh, <laughs> fat Records. Um, go support this band uh, because they're amazing and they deserve it. And uh, you can find it on iTunes, find it on Spotify, probably. I don't really know. I don't use sure. Spotify. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, go check it out. And uh, that should do it for this first episode of... Suggested listening. Su- whatever the fuck we're calling it. names pending. The Terminus Suggested Listening section. That... <laughs> That sounds natural. That sounds so natural. I, I, I like how we I, just finished doing a podcast where we basically were like, yeah, we sound so much better now. Yeah. And then we do another thing and we're like, I don't know how to use anything. Yeah. No, um, we never said we were good at music reviews. We never said weird we because were, I actually do true music reviews. We and we never said we were good at podcasting. We never said that we were good, period. We aren't. Uh, but that will do it for this week, baby birds. Thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you next time. Bye everyone.